0: Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have always Ryan. Audience,
1: I know it's been a long time and I've missed you, but I'm here to say that I'm back. And you can't keep me down. These
2: these are getting longer, right? They're
0: getting kind of long now. How many of those do you have in the bank? I've I've been been thinking about it a lot. I got a lot more. I've been thinking about it a lot. Er, Earlier, Ryan was telling me how busy he was this week, and I have a feeling eighty percent of it was writing these down.
2: (laughs) When he's at work, all I ever see him doing is thinking of a new way to introduce himself. I'm back. I'm back.
0: I'm
1: back. You never left. You never left. So for everyone out there listening, if you want to hear them all. Just keep on tuning in week after week.
0: <laughs> oh, as always, I've got Captain Tangent himself. Nick. I see. I
2: cede my time to producer
0: Ryan and his uh,
2: <laughs> his intro. <laughs> All
0: right, guys. So as always, we'll start off the podcast with a little bit of movie news. So, big one was we had the Spider-Man trailer dropped earlier this week. It was, oh, yeah. Was this the, the second trailer? Spoiler-heavy. Spoiler yeah,
2: Spider-Man yeah, trailer. Second trailer,
0: first after Endgame. Correct. Yeah, yeah. so a lot of yeah. Iron Man in it, Endgame, too. Endgame, so. by the
2: way, which is one po- or $2.3 billion yeah. total as of now. And it is actually a tiny bit below the pace, at least U.S. box, box office, of The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Just to okay. touch on it. So if you go to boxofficemojo.com,
1: you'll see it. So, I remember in our group text that Tyler, oh no, actually it was on Twitter, you asked when can we start giving spoilers when can we start talking about Endgame I'd say about now yeah and Marvel yeah. Marvel has kind of
0: set that trend by they releasing told us, this right? trailer yeah right there so you can talk about all the Endgame spoilers you want all on the internet yeah. So. yeah
2: interestingly enough at the beginning of the trailer Tom Holland talks to everybody and says look if you haven't seen Endgame yet don't watch this trailer which
0: is funny yeah, because he's cool. the one that kind of would just yeah. let it go out yeah, there yeah, right. <laughs> he's the one that I keep on lockdown he always spoils everything yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of Iron Man in this trailer, a yeah, lot of uh, yeah. memorials and memoriam. Oh, spoiler warning for Endgame, by heavy, the way. But heavy you know, Iron hey. Man
2: references. Yeah, and, and a we lot talked. of Happy. To, we talked about, I like Happy, so I'm a John Favreau guy. Yeah, I'm glad he's going to yeah. get his due, and he's going to probably show up as the new, like I don't know, guardian of Spider-Man for a while. Mm-hmm. But what I liked about it was, I, well, I don't know, actually. I take it back. What did you guys make of the trailer before I throw I- it out there?
0: I like the multiverse idea that they're throwing out yeah. there. Yeah, we you talked know, about that. I don't that. like how they we spell
2: everything it. out so clearly yeah. in it. <laughs> that right?
0: is
1: Marvel. I
2: get it. So, yeah, that's a problem for me. But ultimately, it was a fun trailer. At least mm. they're keeping the tone correct.
1: Yeah, I know. It, it seemed very interesting. And I, what I noticed is was that Tony Stark in the first Spider-Man movie, he played that father figure role for Spider-Man. Which leaded into Endgame yes, and Infinity yes. War. And well. now
0: they're doing it again with Nick Fury and Happy. Right, so they're Nick Spoiler, together.
2: Nick Fury's in there too. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs>
0: I felt it more on uh, Mysterio's end as far as that father figure type because mm, he's got that Iron Man-like suit, but... What is weird, yeah? What is going on with Mysterio? Because you know he's Uh, traditionally a bad guy. He's from a different you know universe, so they can kind of set whatever they want with him. It's a solid
2: beard. I mean, let's give (laughs) Jake Gyllenhaal credit. It's a good good beard.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's very well groomed. (laughs) What was the last thing that he did? Was it like what is that photographer movie that he did? He did Velvet Buzzsaw. That was a good movie. Um, Nightcrawler. Yeah, Nightcrawler. It's a really good movie. He did Nightcrawler. He did
0: Velvet Buzzsaw right there. That was a straight to Netflix, but. I don't know what's going on with Mysterio in this. That costume yeah. looks really good So, though. how much you want to okay bet? Okay, with it. it's that a little
2: glowy for me,
1: but it was okay. <laughs> how much you want to bet that he's the uh the end villain? He's definitely the villain.
2: That's not I even know. like a yeah, bet you know, bet that sports
1: book would take. He, he's one of the Sinister 6, you know. <laughs> yeah. If you read comic books, you should know. Let me ask you this, are we going to see Michael
2: Keaton's Vulture? Are we going to see any any other Sinister 6 in this movie? I don't think we're going to see Spider-Man movies are like known for over-cramming, mm-hmm. and I hope oh, yeah. they don't do that. I but... would like
1: to see Michael Keaton just Michael Keaton.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I
2: remember, is it Spider-Man 3, that Sandman... Yeah. Yes. Okay, so. As
1: Sandman, Venom. Uh, 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 somebody else, too. Green Goblin. Hobgoblin, Hobgoblin, because
2: it's the sun. So the thing is, like, the CGI in this one doesn't look that much better than the CGI in Spider-Man 3, at mm. least on the trailer. Maybe they clean it up a little bit for the movie, but some yeah. of that, like, mystical, Mysterio stuff that's going on, yeah. which is probably just fake anyway, so maybe it's supposed to look like that, doesn't look too great. And the poses that he was
1: doing made me think of Doctor Strange.
2: He's got a Doctor Strange vibe. Yeah, yeah
0: holding it out Jake, Ginehall,
2: J- Jake Gyllenhaal hands. by the way probably would have made a good Doctor Strange you know <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. keep throwing that out I keep trying to recast that part but they haven't listened to me yet no nope. keep <laughs>
0: Benedict Snatch, whatever his name is so, but God. with mysterio because I mean, he comes you know they're introduced in the multiverse but he could come from a universe or maybe he's a good guy i mean i feel what like is, it's too on the nose that, for him to be bad what does the necessary? multiverse really mean just, yeah. i mean
2: what does it mean in the context of the marvel cinematic universe
0: it's just parallel universes that's yeah, it you yeah yeah so we can yeah. have
2: multiple of
3: it these is, so it is multiple your...
2: Spider-Mans running around, mm-hmm. multiple Captain Americas running around, possibly multiple Iron Men running around. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, then, and then a timeline where everything collapses and the heroes die and they all lose. And again, it's kind of alluding to if they do Marvel Zombies, that
0: would be a great throwaway mm-hmm. universe.
3: Yeah, the I'm multi, okay with that.
0: The multiverse—it's a good writer's back door to oh, just so, introduce it, whatever you want. If and they fix can get Chris can, Evans to come so. back, it's great. It's a great opportunity, right? <laughs> if
2: they can't, then what's the big deal? Uh, my my thing was—we talked about Captain Marvel, right? So we wanted at least when we saw the Captain Marvel movie and reviewed it on this podcast, we talked about—is she going to take the mantle from Iron Man? This trailer is like just no. It's Spider Man. Spider mans yeah. <laughs> taking the mantle. Just we'll say it twenty five times in a thirty second trailer. This is what's going to happen. So Spider Man's taking the lead of the Avengers. Right? That's what we get out of this.
0: Maybe Mysterio. I might. don't Who knows? know. Well,
1: <laughs> he does.
2: Nobody would accept that. <laughs> well,
1: he's been part of. Or Spider Man has been part of the Fantastic Four. He's been part of he's the been part Avengers. Of the Fantastic Four that
2: yeah. happened in the comics. Yeah, oh, I did not. I, and I
1: didn't he was a that. part of another uh, superhero group. I think it was part of the Team X-Men, Red or, and also. So uh, A couple
2: of versions of the Avengers. Yeah,
1: yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I the mcu they're doing whatever they want it, sometimes it falls in line with the comics sometimes it doesn't but one thing i will say is i do like the wittiness that tom holland is portraying in spider-man it's kind of making me like a little uh fanboyish when i'm like watching this and then when they were playing the the music at the end of the trailer like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah definitely reminiscent <laughs> of the the, the old, old school, school spider-man uh, books, or, uh, or yeah, 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 like old that. school uh cartoons is,
2: is tom holland your spider-man producer ryan
1: i don't know yet i oh, i so- Actually, decided? <laughs> I haven't even seen Homecoming yet oh you haven't no, man I'm what not. are we gonna do with yes, you I just
2: watch it again we <laughs> got a laundry
1: list for I you. <laughs> have seen so many Spider-Man movies I was it's the same thing that burnout that you were talking about before when, I, yeah, there with is Spider-Man and with Dr. Octavius or not Dr. Octavius with uh Doctor Doom, like yeah, there's been a That's bunch I said, of. him. We've so. seen how many
2: times we're we gonna see Doctor Doom. Like the older you are, the more you've seen, but it does get redundant and it does get old. Yeah,
1: right? so I'm just a little apprehensive. I'll, maybe I'll dip my toe in the water, and then soon enough, I'll just dive right in.
0: Now, did you guys ever hear about that scrapped idea with Mysterio when it came to Sam Raimi Spider-Man Three? It I was don't remember it if so. Originally, it was Spider Man Three. How it was supposed to uh, open up before kind of Sony became production heavy into that and kind of took that movie away from him was it was going to open up with Bruce Campbell being Mysterio and being taken Oh, I do in. think so, I remember. Really... Yeah. yeah so, which I
2: totally would have been okay with. And... Obviously, Evil Dead, <laughs> Army of Darkness, I mean, their history together is, you know, yeah. known.
0: And also, too, you know, because Spider-Man, in Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2, he's in all the Spider-Man movies, the Sam Raimi ones. Yeah. And so yeah. that was originally going to be that kind of first thought and they're originally going to just do just like Sandman. Yeah. But then they forced him to kind of do Venom and I think oh, the, man. the Harry Osborn kind of, you know, uh, storyline, too, is as well, which really made it fall apart. Yeah, by cramming yeah. all then... of them in
2: there, they kind of messed them all up. They yeah. didn't get Harry Osborn enough. The Sandman character was goofy. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church, right, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And then Topher Grace as Venom was not great. <laughs> we're,
1: yeah. we're not even talking about uh, uh, what Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Oh, uh, we forget about well, that. That's the... <laughs> again,
2: th- some of the, those movies have some like, interesting parts, but again, I didn't really like them, yeah. either one of them. What so. was
1: the second one? The Dead had the That's same when, thing.
2: when Stacy dies, spoiler. Yeah. yeah, but it had
1: the packed villains. They it was had Rhino. Like, yeah. It was yeah. uh,
2: Electro.
0: Yeah. It was Jamie Foxx. And then <laughs> Green <laughs> Goblin again. and, oh, then... yeah, and the <laughs> Goblin again. Yeah. I remember,
1: Nick, after watching that movie, you were complaining to me and you yeah, were saying, about it. Jamie Foxx turns into a lightning bolt, and then shoots up into the sky. What? Yeah, that's pretty much what happens.
2: Once again, it's like Nick Nolte and the Hulk. At some point, they're reading the script, and they're like, wait, I turned into a lightning bolt? Is that right?
1: Is that right? That's they're a beautiful ending. Man. Hey, Jamie Foxx, he can do whatever you want. He's sort of multi-talented. That I mean not he
2: wasn't that bad at that part. It just was like a poorly constructed movie. And by the way, that's Mark Webb. He's a great director. Sometimes a director, he made 500 Days of Summer. I don't know if mm, you guys are yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie, right? He, when you get into these comic movies, it can really derail your whole sort of vision. We're going to talk about that today with Edgar Wright a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, because it kind of happened to him too. Uh, so you gotta you gotta pick your spots. You know, if you're going to do a comic book movie, make sure you're ready to do it. So that's what I would say. <laughs> you gotta get
1: in that mindset. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: it's it's hard. Spider Man's a big deal. It's a big IP, right? So you, you got to be ready for the backlash.
0: Now I know you haven't seen Homecoming, uh, Ryan, but Nick, what did you think of Homecoming? Was it one of your I like as far it. as Sony Marvel, you know, Spider Man movies goes. I, don't I, know if you remember I liked your score. it. <laughs> I like
2: the tone. It had like a, a John Hughes kind of high school yeah. comedy vibe to it, which I was totally great with. Um, but, I like that. I like that. I think I that. gave it and I, and I gave it like a six and a half. Uh, there were some things I did not love about it. Um, but for the most part, pretty rewatchable. I think I've seen it three times. It's only mm-hmm. been, what, like, 2017?
0: Yeah, 2017. That, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that sounds about right. So, so,
2: you know, I've seen it three times. It has some rewatchability, and it's got a fun vibe. All the casting was great. Zendaya, his buddy that's in it. Uh, even, uh, I forget that guy's name, the guy who drives the convertible, uh
0: Oh, uh, Flash Thompson? Flash Thompson. Yeah, Flash yeah, Thompson, Thompson. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It was all,
2: like, interesting and different and cool, and I liked it. I, I was into it.
0: So. I hope they picked a good douchebag for that. Yeah, yeah he actually a good is. Job. He does yeah. a really good job. I want to love to hate him. <laughs> yeah. He's easy to hate. And it's a funny dynamic with him in Homecoming because he loves Spider-Man, but he really just picks no, on you No, know, he's a really good job yeah. picking on We won't on give Parker. a ton of spoilers,
2: but that cool little twist with Michael Keaton yeah. and, and his family and stuff, I, I did enjoy a lot of that.
0: So. I... I really enjoyed just that whole Michael Keaton dynamic in general and where he comes from He's as, good as a being villain, a villain. Man. Yeah, He's good so. as a villain.
2: After Birdman, I was like, why is he going to be the vulture? That doesn't seem good.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yes, uh, for all the audience out there, we are no longer doing Hot Fuzz. We are talking about
0: Spider-Man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're Throwing doing that hot out fuzz. Of the window.
1: <laughs> just for the record, on my rankings, which
2: I put on the uh, endgame review on realwatchability.com, Spider-Man Homecoming came in at 10. So oh, 10 okay. out of 22 is pretty good. That's pretty oh, high. Yeah, price. yeah, yeah. So.
0: It's pretty solid right there. You're going to have to watch it one of these days, Oh yeah, Ryan. I will. So, I will. Uh, <laughs> but first, Spider-Man
1: into the Spider-Verse. Oh yeah, doing that, that one, for yeah, sure. Yeah, That's that coming folks. Really so, good.
0: so uh, other trailers that dropped was the It, uh, It 2. There you go. Return of It. Yeah, was I was in turn back the in it. black. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I had
1: to check it out because Tyler was telling me about it and I literally went through like three different trailers, one of them being a fan trailer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and, right? and, yeah YouTube, and Tyler was like, no, that's not the right trailer. That's not
0: what we're watching. I told him to check out It 2 trailer 1 and he ends up watching the trailer for the first It and then it was like a fan-made trailer for the second the, movie. Yeah. And... The
2: trailer for the first It's very good. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a really yeah. good
0: trailer. Yeah. I, it had a good feel too. It. And I was like, oh, this is what we're going to be watching. This is cool. And then Tyler was like, oh, no, that's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> first one's really great. And even the second one, I'm really excited for that one. I'm I didn't know for it, it was the kid that was in Shazam. That's cool.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. a Jacob Ty- Dylan Grazer or something like that. I have no idea. He's pretty idea, good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, I'm, you know, in Shazam, he was really good, and his delivery within the trailer from what I just saw, like, you know, it's very small. He's a good young actor, yeah. <laughs>
3: we brought it
2: up good, in Shazam yeah. that
1: he was from it, Yeah, yeah. I think,
2: anyway. Uh, but Bill Hader, it was weird to see. Like, Bill Hader's look didn't look that right to me. as Richie in this one, the older Richie. Mm. Um, Jessica Chastain looked okay. McAvoy, I know you guys are big McAvoy fans. He looked all right. I thought the trailer was like, it didn't show me a ton. At least you get to see uh, the clown there for a second, but...
0: It's the opening scene where it's, it's in the old really apartment, yeah, to yeah. Like the old lady, yeah. It's uh, gosh, there's a lot of really great scenes in that first hit mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. and you know. But in this trailer,
1: there's a big tonal shift from that into the second part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I found it very strange, organic. But the beginning part, it was very creepy, very eerie, and that alone made me want to watch the movie. Then all of a sudden, the music swells and it turns into a triumphant, like hero music.
2: I've read the book and I remember the TV movie back in the day with Harry Anderson, John Ritter. I'm a big fan, actually, of the TV movie. Um, the third act of the book and the TV movie is not awesome
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> just by the nature of the source material. Right. So what I'm curious about here is, are they going to change that third act?
0: Uh, they most likely will. They're, they'll take the liberties. I see with them in the sewers blow, and but...
2: I, I'm a little nervous about what's going to go down, down there.
0: <laughs> but let's, let's see what they do with it. Oh, man. But I'm excited for it, and I think I'm ready to see that second one, because it's been about a year, year and a half since that first one came out. A little over say. a year. Touch over a year. Yeah. Came but out
2: in October of 17? I think like
0: either September or October. It was yeah. the fall, regardless. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's got some really great scares, and just the overall dynamic's really good, too. And, I mean... I think they're going to do, it's the same director, the one who directed same director, Ma- yep, Mama, yep. and I can't remember what he else he He definitely has a vision,
2: but... so, I mean, I, I like the vision of the first one. It was a little bit slow, but I did enjoy it. There's more action by the nature of the story in the second one. Obviously, the adults get introduced too, so we'll see what happens. But like I said, the ending is not super satisfying Mm book-wise, other (laughs) other, uh, versions of this, so I hope they kind of change
1: it. Well, I remember watching the TV movie, and just for part one, I felt very dissatisfied with the ending of that. I like part one, (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, comparing it to today's movies, I watched it later in my life. I didn't watch it when I was young, so... It was very slow paced in my personal opinion. It is slow because it's four hours, oh, right? God. It's yeah. two, yeah. Hours, so, yeah. two hours. It's yeah. real slow. But subtle. they
2: introduced the adults early and then mm-hmm. they have flashbacks. I sort of like that, that version better. Um, this is going to be straight straight line, right? So let's yeah. see what happens. I mean, I'm sure you get some flashbacks of the kids. Yeah, but you're not going to see him a ton, right? So let's see what they do differently. They they might have more time to close it in a more satisfactory way, you know. So I just yeah. don't like what happens.
0: <laughs> now will they do the spider ending? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, the spider. I'm giving end, it away. Wondering, the spider so. is dumb. <laughs> it doesn't make much sense, and I don't really like it.
2: Can we not do the spider? Well, Stephen, can-
1: <laughs> Stephen King needed a way to close it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he just and-
2: threw the dartboard, and it was a spider on the dartboard and he was like nailed it Let's
0: do it. he was <laughs> on cocaine a lot in that time too when he was yes. writing that book yes. he was very high all the time <laughs> but uh, there's also we won't really get too much into there's that scene from the book which everyone talked about where they're in the sewer and their kids, mm. and how they get out of the sewer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I remember, I remember <laughs> when that when when it first dropped out, when that movie dropped out, and everyone on YouTube just like, oh, these scenes that got cut out from the book, you know, to the movie. It's like, well, I wonder why that specific right. scene yeah. got cut out. You in know? some
2: cases, you don't want to <laughs> stick directly with the source material. Yeah, you, don't you can go have to. <laughs> you know, you can take some creative <laughs> license on some of this stuff.
0: Yeah, trust <laughs> yeah. us, we don't want to see that. All right, <laughs> and if you've seen the, if you've read the book or at least heard what that scene is, do you know what we're talking about? Ryan? No, I do not. We will tell you after. Remember? Yeah, we'll, no, tell, you right? Right? Yeah, yeah. we'll <laughs> tell you. Yeah. All right, sounds good. <laughs> it's uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I know that Stephen King, at least for The Shining, he was very vocal of how he felt about
0: the adaptation. Yeah. the Movie. Yeah. Has
1: he ever said anything? He about, enjoys it about this one.
0: Yeah. So he actually enjoys the the It movie that okay, came out, right. and he actually posted a tweet about because he already saw the second one, mm. and he says he really likes it, and he's enjoying it. And you know, this is sober Stephen King. He's not right. on cocaine anymore. You know. <laughs> Not that sweet. sweet he's he's gone through a lot of. A lot of
2: films don't have good versions yeah. of his source material, right? Mm. There's been a ton of them, especially so when because they were pumping out so many TV movies for a while. There, a lot of those are bad. Like the Golden Years, a good book, but a bad TV movie. Uh, there's a lot of those. I think that like Shawshank Redemption, obviously it's a short story. Pet Cemetery, the mm. first one, not necessarily the second one, is pretty. Yeah. bad. Uh, Misery, most people really like yeah. that one. So he's had a couple of victories in there, but probably more bad ones than good ones overall. Mm-hmm.
0: But then again, The Shining is kind of that... The Shining's amazing, yeah, but they changed, it. It. Yeah, yeah. they changed a
2: good amount of it. Now, Ewan McGregor is coming for The Shining, too,
0: as young yep. Danny. Dr. Uh, no Sleep? Dr. Or... No Sleep? Or... Yeah, Dr. No right. Sleep. Yeah, so okay, I'm very right. interested to see how yeah, that yeah. plays out.
2: I was pretty happy. Um, initially, I was nervous, but I was pretty happy when I finally saw Blade Runner 2049. Oh, yeah. Long gap in between movies, very beloved source material. Yeah, yeah. But I was very satisfied with mm. it, so I'm hoping for the same sort of thing. It doesn't have to blow me away. It just has to be solid. God,
0: that so. movie made no money. I remember seeing it opening <laughs> night, and it was me and and three other oh, guys. It uh, like- all right. It made <laughs> around
2: 90 million in the U.S. It did all right. It actually made, came close to breaking even.
1: Close. <laughs> but with it, I, who was who very placed- slow. Who plays Pennywise in a new one?
0: Bill Skarsgård
1: plays the new one. Uh, the yeah, new that's one. And of uh, course, Stalin Curry, kid there. I, I yeah. remember on the internet... They're all from
2: Sweden. All the Skarsgårds are from <laughs> Sweden.
1: I don't know what it is, but on the internet, everyone was talking about Bill Sar- Sk- Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were talking about how attractive and how hot he is. And, He's a good-looking fella. Yeah, but they even... Push it even further. That man, he's so hot that he's making the new Pennywise look hot. I don't
0: know if you've seen that on the <laughs> oh, uh, internet. You, know, you really yeah. can't tell it's him. That's scary. That's there's,
2: a... so, there's yeah. so much makeup. It's really hard to tell that it's him. And anyway. there's that
0: I think he does, which he does naturally. It is um, creepy. Yeah, Ryan, I'm gonna creepy. have to give you the the It movie. Okay. Just to, I'll yeah Hold on. You can do that, with you with you want, that one on the podcast. Yeah. 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 The old It was Tim Curry, the old yes, Pennywise, yes. and he
2: was fantastic. Oh yeah, no, Tim Curry is just great overall. you all float down here, Georgie. I mean, that's good stuff.
0: Yeah. If you guys want an It podcast, we can do the old we'll one and the new it. one we'll yeah, compare yeah, it. yeah we can do, a, do a a that compare, right there we gotta
2: move on but what about Detective Pikachu I know we all saw mm, yeah. it it was amazing right <laughs> oh yeah I told,
0: oh, wait man. is that the one with Mew and Mewtwo where I they cry know. at the end and everyone turns into stone or
1: right, and the one where Pikachu actually talks but it sounds like a little like a little boy or no or is different? The I don't <laughs> even know what you're talking about and I don't care <laughs> the ones that it, it came with Pokemon cards right when you got it I got ancient before my time
2: that's or it's after my time. I'm sorry. I'm too
1: old for Pokémon.
2: I, I knew magic cards a little bit, but I
1: never got Pokémon yeah. in there. For a second, I thought you heard, I heard you say Pokémon and I'm like, "What? Pokémon? Pokémon? <laughs> now
0: that I know. Is that Pikachu? Is that Pokémon Pikachu? They're all Pikachus. So, what? I think uh Pokemon was right in my age demographic, was it? but then Yu Gi Oh came out, and then it was all about Yu Gi Oh, and then Pokemon got. Dead right. down, I was so... in both of those. I was yeah. a Voltron guy, so
2: I'm Team Voltron. Oh <laughs> uh, no, Pongercats. that's
0: fine. Yeah. I got into Voltron yeah. also, Listen, man. Great. But... And, the, and
2: the redo on Netflix is very yeah, watchable. it's not, it's not bad. Solid, yeah. Yeah. it's
0: not great, but it's not terrible. Well, Nick, you're a budget guy. What was Detective Pikachu's budget? Yeah. I found
2: this to be astounding, only because it made sixty. It's about fifty-five, sixty million for the weekend. It hasn't closed out yet, so final numbers aren't out. But I wanted to know how much it cost. It looks pretty good in the. Trailer. Trailer is just like yeah, yeah with it, all right?
1: the CG right it yeah. looks pretty
2: decent it's it cost a hundred and fifty million dollars to make Pokemon
0: wow. Detective Pikachu Are you serious? that's pretty seems pretty high
2: to me it seems high you thought it would be
1: more I thought it
0: would be more yeah, yeah for I yeah sure. it would
2: be, yeah. For yeah. Yeah. For a be a more, yeah? more so. so that's fifty million more than Shazam.
1: Well, you know, with Shazam, they had maybe like that practical set or whatever, yeah. and they have a little bit of. They magic. did try to keep
2: it localized, which I think made it cheaper, but.
1: But I'm just looking at like CG and having people like render those different graphics. I would think that it would be ramped up a lot higher, maybe at least like two million.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I thought 150 seemed pretty high, but now that it's tracking for around 60, it's obviously going to make its money back. It's probably not going to make a ton, ton of mm-hmm. money, but it'll make at least 150 US, maybe a little bit more, 170, 180, if if it if it tracks well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it's doing globally just yet, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I was surprised. It's a it's a sure hit now, and I found that to be kind of weird. The hustle also came out. It did not do very well. That's the <laughs> <Anne> Hathaway, <laughs> the um, lady from Pitch Perfect. What's
0: yeah, I can't name? remember her name. Justice. But... It's justice? Something justice. Is it something Justice? Oh, Rebel. Rebel, Rebel. Rebel? Rebel Wilson. Yeah, Rebel Rebel Wilson. Wilson. Her, yeah. her
1: brother's name is Justice. Oh, is that okay. what it is? Yes. 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 Uh, that's a cool. Name yeah, actually. Uh, my wife told me about it. Her mom decided to give them very creative names. So one is Rebel and one is Justice. I kind of like that, actually. I, I, I like that. I've always liked the name
2: Rebel. I think it's a cool girl's name. Uh, right. just, so just so we get it out, 15 day total for The Force Awakens was 686 Okay, this is a couple years ago, so remember inflation. The fifteen day total for Endgame, six seventy six US. So for people like it yeah, it's obviously gonna probably pass Avatar, but tracking wise, week to week it has lost that percentage that we've talked about for the last couple weeks. So people aren't finding it as rewatchable as you know, we may have thought just on total ticket sales alone. How many did, weeks
0: is it out? Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks.
2: But it's had precipitous drops all three weeks. I just so got with, an... with mild competition. I mean, oh. I don't consider Detective Pikachu major no, competition, I think right? <laughs> different kind of so, yeah,
1: different kind of ball game. But I just got word from my wife that it's not Justice. It's Liberty.
0: Oh, so it's Liberty. liberty. Oh, okay, <laughs> Liberty and Rebel.
2: Liberty and Rebel. I kind of yes. like Justice better. <laughs> but either way,
1: <laughs> but I, I'm gonna say that Pokemon just in general, it's a global sensation. You know. It's a moneymaker for Nintendo. I, so. mm, yeah. I don't care about it, but
2: I, I don't know. I see people walking around in the yeah, street looking at their phone. It. I always assume they're playing that stupid game and, it, and I just want to smack the phone. Oh, out right. yeah, Pokemon uh, Go? Yeah, Pokemon Go. Yeah, that was
1: that was a craze, man. It died out, but it was a huge craze. It got people going outside and doing things, which was what so the creator they intended. Went outside
2: with their phones, stared at their phones, and almost killed themselves because man, they would walk into oncoming <laughs> traffic to <freak laughs> Do you know
1: how many friends I've had that they would set up meetups? They were like, "Hey, we're gonna to go to the park." I'm like, "Oh, cool! We're gonna play basketball." No, we're gonna search for Pokemon and Legendary. So this, I'm like, what? "This is a referendum on the
2: type of people producer Ryan hangs out with."
1: <laughs> well, we'll get into recommendations because oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things that I want to geek out about, but I don't
0: think that Nick and Tyler are gonna be really into it. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So last bit of movie news. I'm sure. Well, Game of Thrones theories. Mm, I guess you could Game say. of
3: Thrones.
2: Now there's this. There's it's the Starbuck Episode. Yeah, yeah, the Starbucks yeah, cup is Starbucks weird. Cup. Does it
0: mean anything, or it's just a mistake? So- <laughs> for those who haven't watched Game of Thrones in an episode there was someone left a Starbucks <laughs> yeah, cup yeah just I'm sure you Plain saw sight. the memes of yes, yeah. yeah. it I want to know there. is it a
2: flat white is it a hot Americano is it a <laughs> macchiato what was in the cup that's what I want to know
0: <laughs> it's a chestnut pre latte they get, uh, too, they get too too those sweet. holiday drinks too you sweet. know <laughs> it's not even in the holiday that's I how mean, do the pumpkin spice
2: if you're gonna go all out don't do that <laughs>
0: <one>. <laughs> but I guess uh, HBO they digitally edited it out so for oh, all future episodes people
2: were throwing all sorts of crazy time travel theories around or something. Like, <laughs> Jon oh, Snow God. is actually uh, Howard Schultz from Starbucks or whatever.
1: But it happens and you know those are those funny Easter eggs that people look on very fondly. Like I don't know. Yeah I kind of like it. In Gladiator when they showed the hydraulic pump on one of the chariots yeah. or in yeah. the original Star Wars when the stormtrooper hits his head on the door while he's walking oh, yeah. through. <laughs> you know those are things or in Teen Wolf when that guy pulls so, out his wiener. That, was... that is
2: disturbing. Wait
1: what? Yeah. <laughs> check it out so, audience members at was, the end of teen wolf there's a guy he zips up his pants when everyone is. starts cheering there were
2: all those disney movies where the wiener just kept showing oh, up in the so, artwork so yeah, yeah watch out for that
0: my, my favorite my favorite snoke theory back when snoke was a character in star oh wars God, was the uh you know because snoke has this very prominent scar in his forehead yeah and someone put it on turns the internet. out that means nothing yeah it means absolutely <laughs> nothing but someone put it on the internet a picture of that stormtrooper hitting his head on that. Oh, and a picture of Snoke like side by yeah. side. See, like that. I would have been okay that. That. I have seen, like, oh, it was like it's the only one that makes sense. The, the stormtrooper worked oh, his way man. up
2: the ranks and became Snoke. I kind of
0: like that. <laughs> oh, gosh. We'll get into those little movie mistakes in Hot Fuzz, too, because I did notice one in Hot Fuzz. But the uh, last bit of Game of Thrones theories is, apparently, there's a theory going around that there are multiple dragons. Um, if you don't want to listen to this, Ryan, you can close your ears, because I know you're not Game it's of okay. Thrones. It's okay, right. so... Um, what Viserion, the not Viserion. Uh, Rhaegal is dead. So, Rhaegal, yeah. there's Drogon, Rhaegal, and Viserion. Uh, the three part dragons. Of, Yeah, the Danny's yeah. Dragons. Viserion got killed by the Night King. Um, Rhaegal got killed by Euron Greyjoy. And now there's this Drogon time, left. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, the theory is. Because, Pretty quickly, by the way. Yeah, very quickly. If yeah, they're
2: moving awfully fast yeah. on Game of Thrones and they're getting some heat for it.
0: They're getting it's a lot Kind of heat. warranted because yeah. they're
2: rushing the thing through. I, but just keep going. Yeah, I can
0: see that. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, the whole theory is. Because Drogon was gone for a year, I think in season five or season six of Game of Thrones. I don't so remember. the theory is, yeah, I know it's such a long time <laughs> yeah, ago, for real. Yeah, but... <laughs> how many people have died since then? I can't <laughs> exactly. keep track of that. <laughs> but um, it's that scene where uh, Tyrion Lannister is with Jorah Mormont, and they're g- traveling through uh, Valyrian, the, okay. the Doom of Valyrian, and uh, they see that dragon. Now the theory is that that's not actually Drogon. While Drogon was away, he actually laid eggs. And now there's more dragons oh. in Westeros. So, and what does that mean
2: going forward? That
0: Danny, Jon Snow, who's, I guess now, John Snow you know, will close know. your ears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, gotcha. you know, that there's All more right. dragons out there. So okay. that's a theory that's kind of getting floating out there. I'm excited for it. I know there's a lot of you know, backlash as far as with the season goes, but I'm still really enjoying it. I mean, and I'm still entertained. Yeah, There's absolutely. No doubt And,
2: you know, some people thought that last episode was a little bit brutal at the end. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it going any other way. Right. Now, the logic behind that lady falling off a boat, being captured, she's the only one, yeah. and dragged up to the top of the castle makes no geographical
0: sense. Exactly. But
2: if you let that go and you just enjoy it, I get it. And, I mean, with the know, pace
0: it's moving right now, I think it's okay to let it go. This easily could have been two seasons, you should, know. It probably should have been, yeah. We'll see what happens with it. <laughs> yeah. But... Anyways, we'll finally move on into the show. So- here we go. Let's do it. Let's talk about movies, right? Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, so today we're going to be doing Hot buzz. and Hot Fuzz. Hot buzz, Edgar <laughs> Wright's Hot Fuzz. Bu- was this 2000- 2007. seven two thousand seven? Wow. Yes, yes. Gosh, I was in seventh grade. So- <laughs> but as always, Ryan, what was your reaction to this movie? Yarp, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna guess that was the one
2: we were gonna go with. <laughs> and you know, back
0: to Game of Thrones, that's the hound from Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's it. <right, yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh man, so gosh,
2: this, this is one of three of the Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost trilogy. Yeah, yes. the, cor- yes. the Cornetto trilogy, the Cornetto Italian ice cream trilogy, whatever you want to say. But Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and The World's End. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Shaun of the Dead was obviously the first, really first one, yeah. yeah.
2: Hot Fuzz was the most made the most money. And then the World's End was the last one that came
1: which out, which I did not really like. I haven't like, seen that the most. Or? Yeah, no. I oh, the World's End, the World, yeah, at World's End. Or it was
2: okay. It's supposed to be three totally different premises. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that that's really the case because one's a zombie movie, one's like buddy cop movie, one's an alien movie, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess that's three different flavors of Italian ice cream as they're trying to go <laughs> but for there. But. This
1: one was definitely out of the three. I feel my number one.
2: It's the most fun. Shaun of the Dead because it was the first felt super original. Yes, Edgar yes. Wright clearly has a vision. He does a lot of camera work, the zoom-ins. The, oh, yeah, the edits? The la- yeah, the ed- oh, hard, oh, hard, hard yeah. edits, great. the loud they're music.
0: They're great. Those I, quick shots. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: they're really, really quick, and they just move on. And, and some gore. They, they always have a little bit of gore to them also. Yeah, so. and
1: the, the flow of the scenes, too, their conversations, it works really well. I, well, mm-hmm. I, thought, I wouldn't
2: say it works all the time, but yeah, it yeah. is interesting. Have you seen Baby Driver?
1: Yes, yes I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we've all seen oh, that one. Man. I actually
2: think his vision comes together the best with that film. Mm -hmm. just because of the flow of it and the soundtrack and how they... They work it all the way. It's basically a soundtrack movie, right? Yeah. The soundtrack leads the story. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's kind of cool how they do it. Now I like Hot Fuzz better than Baby Driver, but the vision comes together best cinematically in Baby Driver. I
1: thought Baby Driver was weird because it was one movie, then all of a sudden it takes a hard left turn and changes completely. Yeah, he hits
2: the e brake and he cuts <laughs> the wheel, and that's yeah, how you do man, it. It. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take that. Hard I thought it was enjoyable,
1: yeah. but yeah, Hot Fuzz definitely these, my best.
2: These guys all met on a British uh, situation. Comedy called Space a couple, Space, yeah. mm. a couple years before Shaun of the Dead, right? Mm-hmm. It was Frost, Peg, and Wright, and a few other famous British folks on it. This movie has a hodgepodge of all, all of the three of them, oh, and a yeah. bunch of British cameo famous people Steve Coogan, Bill Nye, all these guys are in this movie. Uh, Jim Broadbent is the police chief. Olivia mm-hmm. Coleman, I don't know if you guys saw the favorite. That was uh, an Oscar nominated movie mm-hmm. uh, last year. That's the Greek director. Yeah, I heard about uh, Yordos, it. I didn't watch it was uh, uh He did The Lobster. It was also one of those interesting movies. But Olivia Colman won the Oscar for the favorite. She is the lady cop. In this. And I knew I knew her from somewhere when I saw The Favor, but I couldn't remember what it was. It was a movie that I liked. It was this movie. So it was nice to see her again.
0: <laughs> I just recognized, well, of course, The Hound, but also Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton's uh, oh, great. He's yeah, yeah. my
2: third or fourth favorite Bond, depending on what day you ask <laughs> <it.
0: laughs> But he's also the chief. He in plays June a good Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know
2: if you get I, I'm aging myself, but I really like that Disney movie, The Rocketeer. He's uh-huh. also the bad guy in The Rocketeer. And it's almost the same performance. I feel like it's the same bad guy in both movies. I really like him as a bad guy. Mm. <laughs> but yeah,
0: this movie, it's gruesome. In ge- I mean, it's bloody. It has, it's got yeah, yeah, it's, it's, its moments. Brief so. moments
2: of gruesomeness, this really. It really yeah. hurts, you yeah, know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> where uh, Timothy Dalton gets the, I don't even know what, the oh, statue yeah. gets pierced through well, his uh, chin? or that yeah, was, through
1: his chin. That was like the worst part. Like, well, not the worst part, no, but the, the worst The, the way one where to go. The, <laughs> the journalist
2: yeah. guy dies is the worst one. Well, that's uh, quick. That's semi- quick. You don't He floats around there for a second. But they really linger
1: on him just. Having his jaw pierced with that spire. We,
2: I know we want to stay focused, but I wouldn't be Captain Tangent if I didn't bring up what What do you make of if Edgar Wright was able to finish his vision for Ant-Man? Oh. How different is it than the Peyton Reed one that we saw? So, Because they they have a bunch of different press releases that we, we kept to the same spirit of what Edgar Wright was doing, but I don't think so, because when you watch that this movie and then you watch Ant-Man, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's got some of it, but it's not nearly the same. Mm.
0: Now, is his movie still attached on the credits? As far he as gets goes, writing, he, he gets, gets a, a writing, he gets a writing credit. Thing. I don't okay. think he really. a directing credit. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. some of the comedy still stays in there. I think for sure. Some one of are, it, yeah. one of the reasons, even some of the editing, when you look at the camera work, it's oh yeah,
2: somewhat similar. Just a few moments of it. <laughs>
0: you got the Michael the Michael Pena. Penas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. Edgar Wright, right? So a... I think because one of his reasons he walked away because he wanted to take the storyline in creative a different control. direction. It was creative, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't falling in line as far as like the MCU goes because they had that whole kind of master plan mapped out. Yeah, I mean. I would have loved to see what he would have done as far as start to finish, and I think I would still like to see him do some sort of superhero movie. Of course, you know, if he wants full creative control, that might be a little bit harder, but because it's got that master plan set in place. Do we think it would be a good movie, though? At least entertaining. (laughs) You
2: guys liked Ant-Man more than me. I have it pretty low on the list. I I didn't really like it that much. I just liked this tone and the comedy, casting, the Michael Peña part. All that stuff was good, but overall, I just thought it was all right.
0: Mm. Anytime you go through two directors you know, halfway always through choppy. film. Yeah. And it felt yeah. choppy.
2: It, it felt like it, different tones yeah. c- clashing. Like, it's always like going to be Like Justice a League, like, you know, like all these other
1: movies. <laughs> all the other uh, ones. Yeah. That would compare an Ant-Man Con and Solo. Justice League, man. That's... No, no,
2: I'm just saying like, <laughs> when you, when you swap directors mid production, it's always a shift mm. in yeah. tone, in style, uh the dialogue, everything seems to change and it's really hard to watch those movies. Now, Even I w- in Rogue One, which a lot of people like, there's enough there that I was annoyed by it because that mm-hmm. was multiple people too.
1: I would say, that if Ant-Man came out before Guardians of the Galaxy, I think it would be higher in your on your list.
2: Might be true. But I was primed already by yeah. a very entertaining, well-made Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, so when yes. Ant-Man came around, it wasn't that different. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, oh, they really took a hard left here. Yeah, because
0: Guardians, I mean... Basically, James Gunn was given the whole entire kind of creative control on that. I mean, yeah. I it was its because it was his own little universe There, there were first, so but...
2: periphery, and even as we've seen <laughs> Infinity War play out, yeah. Endgame play out, they still play a periphery role yeah. to the main through line of Captain America, <laughs> Iron Man, Black Widow, so on and so forth. So... You know, no. I don't know. I just wonder how much of it would be different. And I think it'd be significant. Mm. Watching Hot Fuzz again for the third or fourth time, I think, was a reminder how different it probably would have turned out if they let
0: Edgar Wright just finish it out. It's all for the greater good, all right? <laughs> so, maybe so. The greater good. <laughs> so I know we were talking about kind of things that get left behind, like the Starbucks cup. Uh, now in that final chasing. I don't know if you guys noticed, where uh, Nick Frost is his name? Nick Frost, Nick Frost and uh, yep. Simon Pegg, when yep. they're driving in there. That's Nicholas there's... Angel and Danny Butterman. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there is yes. a scene where you can see all of the green screen in the back and they're driving. <laughs> so it's sort, it's sort of, is that I never would have noticed it. I saw it back on some sort of meme like a long time ago, probably like a year ago. And as I was, as I was re-watching this, I see it come up and I'm just like, oh, huh. there it is. And it kind of <laughs> takes me out of it, but if you rewatch it, it's towards the end. It's there, and once you it notice it, the, I'm sorry, you're not going to stop being able to. Yeah, notice you're it. right.
2: You're probably right about that. I'm gonna next time I watch it, I'm gonna point. I'm trying to remember that to, to <laughs> look for that. It's weird because those driving chase scenes, they look pretty practical. They look so, good. Yeah, it's yeah. weird that uh, you were able to notice that based on like I thought it actually looked kind of real. It's Speaking on the inside. Which, so, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I watch a lot of how to like filming and stuff like that, and. I know that that's one of the techniques. Edgar Wright really capitalized it on, that, on those scenes. There's a lot of hard cuts. There's a lot of shaky cam. He loves a, that. Like, you know, fast, the zoom in. like that music, zoom, in, zoom in, hard, hard cut. In. Yep. And, and I know that... Honestly, they were going maybe like 20, 25 miles an hour. And the hard cuts and the zooms and the angles made it seem like they were going faster. Yeah. So yeah. as I was watching it, I was like, oh, man, they're probably to, going super slow. <laughs> to me, and now maybe
2: you'll disagree with me. Uh, to me, the best parts of the movie are like the buddy cop parts, the comedy parts. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily Edgar Wright style. Now, Simon Pegg, I think he co-wrote all three with Edgar Wright mm. of these mm. films. So he's... He's an accomplished writer. He he wrote uh, Paul. Was that Alien movie with yeah, Seth Rogen? yeah, yeah. That's him and Nick Frost writing that. He was a co-write on the Star Trek Beyond yep. movie. A lot of other stuff. He also has a ton of voice work. He's yeah. doing the the new Dark Crystal thing, which is gonna be really? amazing. coming oh, to Netflix. I yeah, bet. so I, I think he's a main character in that. But regardless, like his comedy chops are well on display here in this film. And To to your point, Ryan, I just want to bring this up. I'm going to cut you off because I'm known for that. Uh, (laughs) You you said something bad. I want to say it was on the Pretty Woman pod, right? So that was last week about David Schwimmer, right? You poo-poo David Schwimmer. If you like this movie, he co-wrote with one of the guys from the Kids in the Hall, Michael Ian Black, a movie called Run, Fat Boy, Run.
3: Uh, And it's directed by...
2: Ross from Friends, David Swimmer, and it is a really good Simon Pegg movie. Yeah, Came okay. out the same year as this. It's very solid. It has uh, Tandy Newton and a few other folks mm-hmm. in it. It's very good. Watch, Check it out. Well, I'll have to check run, it out. Run, Fat Boy Run. I think it's on Netflix.
0: You know, I've so. seen... The last half of it on TV. It's good. Yeah, I've seen it's the last half of it module. on TV. And I didn't realize that Ross directed. Yeah, it. I Ross directed it. David Swimmer. And he's done David. a couple movies,
2: but this is a, the be- That was his best of the ones he directed.
0: Now, I will say, I don't
1: hate Ross or, or David Swimmer. <laughs> you hate him. I'm pretty sure we have that on record. <laughs> Rewind the tape, no, producer. But uh, I will say that my cousin did meet David Swimmer oh, and I mean, then he just seemed like a big jerk. And then okay. this is like, you know, yeah. secondhand information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just that. Whenever I see him in other forms of media,
0: I can't get Ross out of my mind. So that's just it. Well, that's, that's, (laughs) did he ask him if they were on a break? (laughs) <laughs> that's all I could ever Pim- think of. Pivot, 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 Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> all right, let's get back on track. I just want to bring that up.
2: Right, check it out because that's a really good swimmer mm. direct, uh, directorial uh, performance. There. But
0: I have to agree with you. The
1: dialogue in it very witty. They're that yeah, very it's good.
2: And how their relationship evolves in a funny way. Yeah, yeah. He opens the cabinet with all the DVDs, and you know they reference Bad Boys Two and Point Break a little <laughs> too yeah. much,
0: but it's still funny. You know, like it works. So I guess Nick Frost. To prepare for this role, he was supposed to watch a lot of those, you know, action cop yeah. movies. Yeah. And it's, apparently, it's the only one obvious. he watched was Bad Boys Two, and that was it. That and it. And by the way, Bad Boys
2: Two, pretty terrible. Bad Boys Three coming out in 2020. That's what is that movie called? Bad Boys for Life. Bad, bad Boys for, for life. life. So bad 2020. 2020 oh yourself. man,
1: how is that number three when that should be number four? <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. They wasted it. They it weren't sure it was going to be Bad a hit. Boys Three Life. <laughs> oh my <gosh. laughs> But Bad Boys uh, Trace Nick, I, I I'm gonna have to make you eat your own words. Oh, here we go. Bad Boys 2. It was in the break room terrible. at work. Terrible. And I was sitting there it's and 25 I was minutes glued. <laughs> Come on. You know what?
2: I would, I would say this. The first hour and nine uh, hour and a half. I'll give it an hour and a half. That's probably being generous. But the first hour and a half is good. Then they go to Cuba. They're Miami cops. They go to Cuba with tanks for no reason whatsoever. It was pretty Martin nonsense. Lawrence. Will Smith Mike oh, Lowry
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah it was alright it's watchable
0: uh, the action in this though is pretty decent as far as Hot Fuzz That's goes a, oh, Yeah, Hot yeah, Fuzz yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, who is it? it's the guy and,
2: from uh, Transformers right who does Bad Boys Bay. Michael two? Bay yeah it's, Michael Michael Bay. Bay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. definitely a Michael Bay
1: movie <laughs> just utter nonsense Wait, are we talking about Bad Boys 2 or Hot Fuzz both it's or all not, the same well, yeah.
2: thing
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Tangent baby here we oh, go God. let's ride I like it when was Simon Pegg when he kicks that old lady in the face that was pretty funny oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) just that final fight scene when he's just beating up the older people and everything and (laughs) i
2: even like the very end where like they go to jail and they show them in like the pictures of the uh when they're getting booked yeah like Mm. even that's pretty cool because they're so cute and lovable british folks yeah and they all have like broken noses or a spike through their neck or whatever and they're playing
0: that like butt rock in the background (laughs) and the quick cuts (laughs) and the filters is hilarious it's great of course, I get a lot of stuff from the IMBD trivia, but apparently a lot of cops like this movie because oh, it right? depicts the paperwork accurately as far as like there's yeah. going to be way too much paperwork in police work when it comes to it. So I, oh, I lived, man. I
2: lived in England for a couple of years and it's not that well known by Americans anyway that not very many uh, British police carry firearms they all carry pepper spray PR-24s whatever the nightstick stuff like that they don't carry firearms only a certain uh, couple squads actually carry them so this movie was kind of cool that it it was like he didn't like guns at first and it had to like get all the way to the last act where he strolls in on a horse and a bunch of shotguns (laughs) before
1: it went there which is pretty epic I don't know it's uh, it's uh, what is it Nick Frost uh, view and romanticizing he's got the movie version yeah it, yeah right. just romanticizing yeah. that and wanting to live it out and and has this like jaded view of what policeman work is he's a little kid. yeah <laughs> and, and it's justified because him in the police station at worst people have to get cakes or ice cream and yeah, I love those terrible. bits that they're just there eating bowls of ice cream every single one of them even the hardened Detectives that are supposed to be checking up on murders.
0: favorite. so uh, good. <laughs> my favorite Nick Frost moment in this is, is it true that there's a spot in a man's head where if you shoot it, it'll explode and like, <laughs> when he's asking the questions oh, for the man. kids. Yeah. And you just ask him, have you ever been shot? Have you ever shot someone? Have you been stabbed? You know? and <laughs> it just goes on and on and on.
1: But the dynamic between the characters, it's great. It's you pretty know? good. Yeah. And, and
2: this is the probably the only time, at least, I think. He was in a movie called Hector in the Pursuit of Happiness. Pretty solid, uh, straightforward movie with him. But Simon Pegg plays straight man basically all the way through. Uh-huh. And Nick Frost bounces off his straight man, at least up until the very end. So and I kind of <laughs> like that dynamic. You
0: now, how do you like, you know, because the whole premise of it is you have that, I guess you can call it a cult, that secret kind of cult yes, in the guess, show, yeah. making it the friendliest yeah. town or the By the town. end of this movie.
2: It's very movie. British. It's very like, um, what do you call that? Jack the Ripper kind of mm, thing.
1: Yeah. By the end of this movie, I was thinking, this is the village. This is a
0: comedic yeah, the village. Geez, <laughs>
2: sure, sure. 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 A little well, bit of scream in there because I got the black cloaks on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because like, <laughs> right. at the end, it's revealed that, you know, of course, Simon Peggy thinks, you know, they killed all these people for money, for profit. Yeah. It's you know, to keep It's hilarious too, right? <laughs> In reality, it's just because oh no, because if so and so is leaving, yeah. you know, to go take her flowers somewhere else, if or we can't have guy, her. No one can have her. And... Or this guy is just a terrible actor. Yeah, and he's, he's just ruining ter- yeah, yeah. our actors. Yeah, guilt. some of that was a little <laughs> bit
2: annoying, actually, that they tie it up so easily. So like, none of it really hey, is. It's often of it really razor,
1: matters. man. Yeah, I got
2: you. I got you. <laughs> But again, it's a comedy at heart, right? So we shouldn't we shouldn't look too too deep into it. I would say this: the same problem as some of these other films. The third act gets a little goofy, maybe. One too many explosions, right? <laughs> like when they, when the guy, what is that? The the mine that they, that they, the put neighborhood in, watch, I yeah, think. Yeah, the neighborhood watch yeah. guy, and then the mine thing goes yeah, off and the whole yeah. police station blows up. Pretty nonsense. We didn't need that one. You know, it was okay to blow up the other guy's house 20 minutes before, but don't blow
0: up the police station. That but you show sense. the mine in the first act. Yeah, to. So it has I to go it. off in the third. But they
2: go out of their way to say it doesn't work. And then obviously it does blow up. So
1: whatever. <laughs> uh, it was a red herring. So then. He comes in, he goes to the grave, and then all of a sudden, Nick Frost is right there. Or what is his character's name? I just Dan- know it's Dan- the- uh, Danny Angel. Yeah, Danny Butterman. Oh, that's yes, right. sorry. I- Danny Nicholas Butterman. Angel Simon Pegg. comes into frame, and he's like, "They're beautiful."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did like the part with the priest, where the priest was trying to talk him down. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, ah, screw
3: it. And he starts shooting him. It's huh?
2: interesting to note that in that third act, not a lot of people die. Like yeah, they they find clever ways for the knock them all out. I don't think know? anyone dies. Instead of uh, does nobody die? Yeah, no I mean, one think dies. The person in expo- oh,
0: the explosion, person explosion for sure dies. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 he's, so he's at least gone. One or yeah. Two yeah. but
1: yeah, none of the
0: actual like the neighborhood. Watch yeah. People oh, you're right because they end up getting too. in the
2: police lineup at yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, right, so sure, yeah.
0: Well, the journalist is dead for sure. So I mean, yeah, he <laughs> yeah does... he's he's gone, man. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> can we can we talk about? The the play Leonardo DiCaprio version of Romeo and Juliet. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> or who was the director on that? That's uh, God, Bob, Baz even, Lorman. Right? Okay, I don't even remember. Well, Same
2: guy did Moulin Rouge. But in yes, high
1: school. <laughs> the modern adaptation of Romeo and Juliet. And I audience members, I can't tell you. How many times I watched that movie back when I was in high school? John Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah, John Claire Leguizamo. Yep. Claire Danes, all of them. <laughs> and to be honest, this is a little peek behind the curtain. I was gonna make these guys watch that movie for oh, one of my natural. Oh, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> not movie. anymore. I'm pretty <laughs> not not I like anymore. Moulin Rouge better than that one. <laughs> no, yeah, of course. But I'm just saying it was hilarious because I remember distinctly it was a summer when we went from having cable to not having cable and then all i had was just a bunch of vhs's and that was one of the vhs's we had and i watched it over Over and over over again again. i had that
2: problem with varsity blues for some reason i was in the military the barracks i lived in they just had like varsity blues and would play it on a loop i've seen it 150 times you know it's fine but like you know maybe not like the foo fighters for a little while.
1: And my, my wife my my wife can
0: attest that a quote that I like to use is either you or I or both.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that, actually. <laughs> it's
0: okay. I have two copies of Ghost Rider, the Nicolas Cage version. So. Uh, it's all right, <laughs> man. <laughs> two solid the, copies. The of, second
2: man. one is brutally bad. The first one, it's mildly watchable. If only I've was on Iron second one. man. You never saw the first one? Okay, yeah. Seen the first one. I've Wes Bentley was in that. That is correct. And yep. he
0: was also on cocaine during that. And I'm so. sure he was. <laughs> You'd <laughs> have to be for that, man. If so. only, if only he was Iron Man.
1: <laughs> no, thank God. You're welcome, America.
0: If anyone can do it, it'd be him. Did so. any
2: Did anybody see Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? Oh yeah.
0: One yeah, one. yeah, man. That I kind of like that movie, right? Yeah, is that, that better than good. this? Um, Scott I, I like than but... this one.
1: Yeah. I I don't think so, man. Because. When I was watching this movie, I was taking notes, but then I put down my notebook and I was just watching it. I was like, "Man, yeah. this is a good ride." Yeah, and I I, I I must say that I really do like Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I like but it. It's not super rewatchable, yeah, but I Yeah, like I feel it. this
0: is much more rewatchable. I, agree. I don't yeah, I agree know. I, I quote a lot of stuff from there. Like, "Chicken parmesan's not vegan."
3: Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> or,
0: Bread <laughs> makes you fat. <laughs> it's good writing.
1: Ex milk bitch.
2: <laughs> it's It's interesting to note like what Edgar Wright when he's the, in creative and at least part writer I know Simon Pegg wrote these versus like when he has source material like Scott Pilgrim What's better, you know? So, again, we get back to, like, if he had done Ant-Man, how much of it was the source material? How much of it was Edgar Wright's vision and his writing? So, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know that Edgar Wright's a great writer. I think he's, got, he's more of a vision guy. Mm. So, maybe he shouldn't be co-writing some of these movies that he's doing, mm-hmm. you
0: know? Just get Simon Pegg. Yeah. have <laughs> him help you out. Yeah, Get David yeah. Schwimmer, Ross,
1: which, you know? <laughs> Which uh, Mission Impossible was Simon Pegg in? Uh, uh, the, last protocol, the
0: last four. No, I think the last four. And really? Yeah. Yeah. It was um,
1: all last four. From Ghost Protocol Protocol all the way till now. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I I just know that. And he's a great addition. Yeah, yeah. He. Mm -hmm. That's what I hear.
0: So, what would you say your favorite Edgar Wright movie is?
2: Um, it's probably this one for me. I mean, he he. Like I said, he hasn't. His um IMDb isn't super super broad. So he's got the three movies here. He's got Baby Driver. He's got Scott Pilgrim vs the World. He's got an interesting horror movie coming out pretty soon. Um. I think it's called Last Night in Soho, and it's got your buddy from uh, Split, Anna Taylor Johnson in
3: it. Oh, okay. So, And it's got
2: a cool premise, and they haven't released a trailer yet, but if you look it up on IMDb, it's got a couple of shots on there and a small blurb and synopsis, and it's getting decent buzz. So I'm interested to see what he does with something a little bit darker. But Baby Driver and Hot Fuzz are close. Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's my two.
1: Uh, for me, I I would put Hot Fuzz for sure number one. I think second would probably be Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Okay, uh, maybe, There's a lot of
2: that movie I like. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to take shots at it, but I know I gave this one a higher rating. Oh yeah,
1: and I'm, again, I, like I wasn't poo pooing on uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I thought I thought it was great. And yeah, uh, seems like a you guys are all movie. really yeah. good actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, well, I
2: don't above know average. That. Yeah, above, above average. They're watchable. Yeah. Certainly all watch. None of them are duds. How about that? That's <laughs> I, what mean, I'll
0: say. I guess I would give it to. Uh, Hot fuzz, I could watch multiple times. Scott Pilgrim the World, same as well. Baby Driver, I really enjoyed, but I've only seen it once. I feel like that's something I need to see. And a couple we don't, more times we don't really want to
2: overshoot it. Shaun of the Dead because the first time I saw that, it was unlike most oh, things yeah, yeah, I had yeah. seen at yeah. that time, especially in the zombie genre. Right, a little, a little bit after that, you get zombie land and some other stuff that kind of plays with the same uh-huh. uh, same things. So Shaun of the Dead is the most original of mm. all of them, and that definitely, like, oh, this is who Edgar Wright is. Yeah, and I this think is, it is what of, he does.
1: I think it kind of spurred that, right? It kind of started yeah. it off for that yeah. comedic zombie take. And and interestingly enough, it didn't do that well.
2: Really? Actually, all three of these, none of them do very well. Hot Fuzz makes 80 worldwide, 30 in the US on a $15 million budget. So it's not like a huge hit. They're all like video release streaming Mm -hmm. hits that build like a cult following as they go. Even Baby Driver wasn't a huge box office success, although I think that's the one he made the most money off of. Um, But it wasn't like a... I think it barely made $100 if I'm mistaken. I I don't know if we Mm -hmm. want to go and research that. But it, it was good, but not a massive hit. That's why he doesn't get the keys to like an iron man movie or something because he hasn't proven to be super box office gold but he's also he has a clear vision and people really like him because of
0: that yeah 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 i mean gosh you're right about that where if you're just kind of a director coming on to something and you haven't had a whole lot of success yeah, behind it's, you, it's hard. they're not going to throw you, you know, throw you the keys, I guess you could say to the Lamborghini and say, here's this $100 think, million dollar project. Think about Captain
2: Marvel. A few weeks ago, we covered that. It was Anna Boden and Ryan Fleck, right? Yeah. They do half Nelson. I mean, they've done these movies where like they're not making a ton of money, but Marvel, to their credit, has started to branch out and say, "Okay, mm-hmm. you guys can have this." Uh, the guy from Thor, Ragnarok, the Flight of the Concords director, Taiki, oh yeah, or whatever, uh, he's got Taco a clear, Wati, yeah. yeah, he hadn't made a ton of stuff that made a ton of movie, a um, ton of money anyway, but they gave him the keys to Thor, and yeah. look what he did. So to you know it's weird like i i still like can't help but want to rewind and see what edgar wright's ant-man really was you know if there was like a director's cut that would have came out with that or even better like if there was an iron man 4 and they gave the keys to edgar Wright to see what it Mm -hmm. is it is interesting to think that but i also don't want him to be jaded by the whole process you know go through the car car wash like colin trevorrow who made safety not guaranteed but then a couple of crappy jurassic world movies yeah got cut from a star wars movie you know like is he jaded for the rest am i never going to get the interesting version of him which is safety not guaranteed. I'm just going to get cookie cutter Jurassic Park movies Mm -hmm. now. So, you know, it's a dangerous game when you kind of, you know, whether you want to sell out or you want to just kind of wrangle in creative control Mm -hmm. just for yourself. So,
0: I mean, that's something they're doing a lot is, you know, you grab an indie director that's made some pretty good, not really financial hits, but critical successes. Yeah, critical hits. You throw them, you know, a Jurassic Mm -hmm. World, you throw them a big Marvel movie, which of course to, marvel you know it's not always it's a lot <laughs> the, of money but to them you the know the swedish I mean, guy from shazam was another one right he yeah. hadn't
2: done anything and and he had a, he they gave him 100 million dollars it was somewhat something of a hedge because that's not a lot of money uh-huh. for a comic book movie yeah yeah and look what he gave us a very entertaining film with a with an interesting look to it even though it was still in the same kind of mm-hmm. dc family just or, just dark enough
0: you get your spielberg and you get ready player one i guess <laughs> yeah. or you, get, you yeah. know what you, you can mean? go the you other get, way with it right yeah so. <laughs> it's just God, there's. It's all gonna be a risk, no matter what. At the, end of the, the day, this but. was high
2: profile. You know, at, we talk about comic book movies constantly, so it, it's important to remember that when Edgar Wright got fired from Ant Man, it was a big deal. Mm, it was a yeah, big deal, yeah. and he got replaced with a guy, another guy, Peyton Reed, who's, you know, he's like Edgar Wright light with the way he his movies mm-hmm. go. His vision <laughs> is sort of more. He's more able to be manipulated by the Marvel, you know, yeah, yeah. corporation or whatever you want to say. So, it, it, how, what do you want? Do you want to You want these comic book folks, uh, universes to take risks and then risk that we're going to have a crappy Ant-Man movie or a crappy Superman movie every once in a while? Or do you want them all to kind of stay in line as as Marvel MCU has been able to do? You know, it's kind of weird. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's hard to say, especially with Marvel and how they have set up this universe. It kind of has this like... Alright, you can go within these bounds only. Right. When they it's came like we out- need
2: at least thirteen percent witty banter. Yeah, yeah. You can mm-hmm. do whatever you want, but make sure we get our thirteen percent of witty banter and two Nick Fury scenes. L- <laughs> L- <laughs> or whatever it is, you know, whatever the algorithm is they have. Because
1: what is that? Ant Man was clearly in the middle of this whole universe thing yeah. Yeah. with Captain Marvel. They just put Her right in the beginning and then at the end,
2: Captain Marvel feels very like it went through the laundry a couple times, yeah. And this is like the most oh, whatever version we could put out with not making too many people mad. As the when I still go enjoyed on. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like you watch it versus everything else that we've seen, there's really nothing original about so, it, so
0: yeah. We Ryan and I were talking about you know Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, and I don't know if that's something Disney would kind of move into this direction, but we're talking about would they recast her if they mm. had to. You know, there's there's some rumors. We don't know if it's true, of course. That she's oh, not that right. Is that a rumor? It's not I a rumor. Not the okay. the rumor is that you she's heard, not, it first, yes, heard it here first. Yes, so. <laughs> rumor. Hey, we drive the culture <laughs> we, on talking we flick. Guessed we said it before. right. <laughs> Terrence Howard is back in as Captain oh, Marvel. K- and... Howard <laughs>
3: as Captain Marvel.
2: Like and Howard like...
0: the Duck is new. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so I guess the rumor is she's not getting along as well with like the the Marvel cast that's there, right? That's currently with there. The actors? The actors. Yeah, or yeah. The, actors. the whole team. Oh, I guess wow. the the actors in general. The so, word
1: is that she's just difficult to work with. Yeah.
0: So yeah. there's some videos I find on that it. Somewhat hard
2: to believe, but all right.
0: I mean, there's some interviews. Of course, those things can be edited as much as they right. want, but there yeah, are some yeah. interviews out there. And same thing, do your own research. You know, don't believe everything I say. I'm just a guy. and But, uh, <laughs> you know, but. You know, just kind of throwing that idea around because they have recasted before. They haven't done it in a while, but if yeah, you had a recaster, Bruce Banner.
2: who else did they recast? Bruce
0: Banner and then Rhodey. That's, oh, Rhodey, that's Really right, about yeah. it all <laughs> I could think about. At least anyone of major. the major ones, right? yeah, the yeah. major ones. So we think, saw
2: some footage of uh, Nick Fury and her on set and like in interviews, and they was very they were very good together.
0: I guess the most so, recent well, ones. Anyone can get good yeah. with, with Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson, yeah, he's right. yeah. yeah. easy, so, easy to get along with. So I guess right. with the recent interviews, what was it? It was uh, my Richard guess is Tempworth, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> and Nobody gets along and with him though. And John, John Cheeto, too, as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah so, Yeah, maybe oh, yeah. so. You know, once again, if you look at that interview, it's a little kind of uh, what's kind of happening in this. <laughs> what you know? did you
2: What did you make of the reference to Captain Marvel being unavailable in the Spider Man trailer? Just to go full circle, oh, here.
0: um, it's fine. Give the fine. movie <laughs> to Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. fine. She's off
1: world doing her own thing. I don't know. I don't know how many times to go to use that excuse though. That's she's what I'm saying. It's getting,
2: we've heard it a few times now. Yeah, Already, yeah. At least yeah. It's four getting times. A little weird, right? and real, it's very unexplained. Available. I did like the one explanation she gives, where she says not every world has
0: the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. I like
2: that. But everything else we've heard is sort of vague and not yeah, yeah unclear. You know, she's just
0: not here. Don't worry about but it. Let's but let's not forget that movie made had over a billion her. dollars. If so. you had to recast Captain Marvel get rid of Brie Oof. Larson who would I don't you replace know. <laughs> I don't mean... think just get
2: rid of the character
0: Yeah I don't know if they're going to recast her I think they might get rid of her but if we're going
1: to go that route of recasting who was the girl from uh, live die repeat
0: Oh, uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah, Emily yeah. Blunt. We talked about it before. She uh, was rumored to be Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't yeah. think she wants to do it. I mean, mm. so. I think they might be saving her for Fantastic Four if they're going to go that route because mm. then you could get John Krasinski <laughs> as you know. What I mean, John Krasinski I, as your future you, Fantastic. I'll give you
2: an int- yeah, yeah. You know what? I would be okay with that. Yeah, I don't mm. know that I love it. But I would be open to it. You know, Uh again, I've seen a couple versions of Mr. Fantastic now. I'm getting a little annoyed by that too. But (laughs) like we talked about on one of the podcasts, I'd rather see the. It makes more sense logically to me to introduce the Fantastic Four before the X Men. Yeah. Because just the way the world is and how dark the X Men can kind of get with the global look. But what I was going to say was I think that Captain Marvel, I really like the Zazzy Beats performance as Domino in Deadpool 2. Uh-huh. I think she would be a great fit to this universe, even if it's just Domino or if she gets recast as a different part. I really like her. Mm. She's, she's a good young actress that could do something, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and Tessa Thompson's very good as Valkyrie. Uh, that I kind of like. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that just sl- could slide right into the Captain Marvel part without being, like, insanely distracting. Yeah, uh, I was yeah. thinking
0: uh, Brianna Tarth um, eh, from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, maybe because she's very menace- menacing menacing. Yeah, there's oh. other
2: superheroes they could go to. If they really if it's not working out with Captain Marvel, they could just leave her out in space forever and That's just write somebody else in. It's, or it's they not get necessary Rogue. to really have They her.
1: bring Rogue in, take her powers, ah, and boom. there you go. They're holding that in that back pocket. All so. the best parts of Captain Marvel and none of the hate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, you're the expert on this. You had brought this up before now. There is a referendum or a hold on Daredevil, right?
0: Yeah. How long does that hold? A couple uh, years? two-year breathing period, I believe. How about The Punisher? Uh, I, You know, I haven't heard anything about The Punisher, but I'm assuming it's going to be a two-year as well. Okay, all so, right. Because be- I
2: thought maybe one of them was they could use them right away, no?
0: Uh I know with the Netflix deal, it's with that main cast, like Iron... Iron. I almost said Iron Man. Iron, Iron, Fist, Fist. Iron, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. You know, that whole Lu- Defenders. Luke Cage. Luke Cage, Jessica, Jessica Jones. Yeah, Jessica Jones. The, there has to be like a two-year breathing period, but okay. all I know is that apparently Punisher wasn't a part of that, but he might just be kind of, you know... I guess umbrellaed in as far as like with that clause because it is all part of Netflix, but I just think like
2: how big of a vacuum is it that we lost Captain America spoiler and we lost Iron Man and Black Widow and endgame yeah, is it a big we have enough people to carry the carry the torch right yeah, yeah, yeah. are we really yeah. that concerned we have to introduce a bunch of new people not really yeah, uh,
0: we'll see what goes with it. I mean if they're going to be introducing the. Because if you keep on introducing more people, when you want to have those solo movies, it's always going to be like, well, if there's such a big catastrophe going on, why don't you just call the Avengers? Why don't you just call, you know, whoever, you know, why don't you call Captain Marvel? Yeah. You have to have these stories that are and they play big on that enough. so
2: well in this trailer. Yeah, it's they a do. really great play on.
0: It's stories that are big enough to impact that character but not so big where they feel that they need to call upon right. you How know one of their teammates. Yeah, Captain exactly. Marvel should have showed up for this end yeah. of the world
2: event. Why She's on she?
0: vacation, <laughs> all right? Yeah. She works hard. You
2: know, and actually, like Shazam, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I want more like grounded stories, localized stories we can do stuff like that. Presumably the black widow prequel of sorts will be somewhat grounded and localized. Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay sure that's like, the route they're going to go. Yeah. And even the Spider-Man trailer to a certain extent, I guess it's somewhat localized. I mean, yeah. it looks like a lot of yeah. isolated, but a bit, but even yeah. though they're somewhat, far from home. Far from, <laughs> right, kind of the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The same thing. Right? <laughs> but I will say this to bring it full circle back to hot fuzz. Again, I am very impressed with Simon Pegg, the writer. Yeah. I was a fan of star Trek beyond. I liked the way that story moved mm-hmm. and how it was constructed. And he was a big part of that script. He could be do great things with a Marvel movie if he just enters into that universe, whether as a character, as an actor, or just as a writer. So you know he's somebody that I think you know maybe not Edgar Wright's not going to make it back because they got a bad relationship, but certainly Simon Pegg could do a lot, I and mean, we know he's a sci-fi boy. Yeah, he's a big yeah. fan yeah. of comics. Oh, he's Star a nerd. Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is. So he would he would he would give it the proper attention mm. it needs. You know, he's so,
0: their very own garbage boy. Like if Simon but, Pegg took control, of, <laughs> if Simon Pegg took
2: control of Fantastic Four, I like it. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, uh-huh. man. At least we know That'd it'd be, be kind of funny.
1: Uh, but bringing it back to Hot Fuzz, can I ask you guys? So the humor for me, it really hit. Like there was some uh-huh. really good parts I was laughing out loud and I was really into it. The action. There's a lot of British stuff yeah. in there. A
2: lot of British a lot oh, of British man. humor
1: <laughs> and I thought it was pretty I thought it was pretty funny. And in the action, the action was really good too. Uh, what do you guys eh, Some of the action,
2: I wouldn't give Edgar Wright too much credit. When he's like when Simon Pegg's getting beat up in his apartment in there, there oh whatever, yeah, yeah. Not, with... not it was a little clunky.
1: Yarp? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with Yarp, your buddy. But okay, so what do you what do you guys think about like the drama part? You know, the parts that they were like playing up the sadness and stuff like that. How do you feel about that? With the mom coming up and then the relationship. I liked it and stuff because like again
2: to for Nick Frost's character to work, he's not super like it's not like super laurel and hardy, but for his character to work, you have to have Simon Pegg play straight man. All the way yeah. yeah yeah and he needs to have some emotion like when he finally gets the plant when he goes to get the plant for him it's a nice kind of moment yeah, yeah it's a yeah. nice moment where their relationship is built when they have the first beer together and he yeah. doesn't get a cranberry juice like some of that stuff is well thought out and they have a good chemistry together so it works and mm-hmm.
1: i think it's interesting how they kind of meld that they don't want to go too far they don't overdo the it end. yeah they don't yeah. want to go too yeah. deep some into it's a the little drama goofy but <laughs> well, like when they're uh when they end up fighting uh, <laughs> i don't
2: like the part where nick frost is like but you overthink your job and then he Scampers
1: away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was
2: a little bit too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not. You know, it's funny, but it was a little bit. Maybe, maybe a little feel a little, a little weird.
1: Or the <laughs> the whole like, i here's your dog, or no, here's your
0: monkey. I got you. Yeah, monkey. oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, I got that for you. <laughs> like, oh. it's kind of weird, so, you know. <laughs> so I guess a uh, part of that reason too of Nick Frost's character originally there was gonna be it was either with that female character that we got introduced that was on the police squad or with Olivia a different Cohen. one where. Apparently, uh, Nicholas Angel was going to have some sort of romantic relationship with a female character... But that got scrapped, and some of those you know, scenes got absorbed into Nick Frost. I'm well, and so, oh, I get you. That's I why mean, he's kind and of you feminine. You kind of see that a little bit <laughs> yeah, with a little it bit. Too. I yeah. actually
1: like that a lot more. Yeah. I know I like this a lot more than the idea of him having a love in Yeah, me too. yeah. They're they're just, I think uh, it works better. They're having a good that. old bromance. Yeah, it and, uh, makes it funnier. What was,
2: what was the time stamp on this movie? It about 90, it's about 95. I have it right two hours, here, I think. Is it over it two, two hours? I have
1: it here. It's. Tell two, uh, us it is, producer. two right? hours and thirty
0: eight seconds.
2: Wow, I can't believe it's two hours and thirty eight seconds. Okay, nice. so yeah, I'm glad they cut that out. there. I mean, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's it's the buddy cop formula. When you yeah. break it down, it's the buddy cop formula. For sure. It but, still works to this day. I let's
2: mean, let's uh, what do we think about buddy cop movies? Let's rank these guys versus like Mike Lowry and Martin Lawrence or whatever. Or Rush <laughs> Hour. Uh, rush hour's rush gotta Hour got to be the king. Right? That's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. Rush shoot, Hour's got to be the king that's, of that's buddy cops, good. right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah,
0: I was
2: a big fan of Eddie Murphy and Judge Reinhold and Beverly Hills Cop movies, oh yeah, no, there's, that was good. There's a too. bunch of them, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turner and Hooch. Turner uh... <laughs> and Hooch is a good one.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's
2: that one Sil- Sylvester Stallone, Kurt Russell movie, Tango and Cash. I like. That one. Oh yeah, <laughs> so we had, got we had a lot so. of them, but this was this is in the pantheon. It's in the conversation. That, Owen right?
1: Wilson and Starsky and Hutch. Or... Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> who, was, uh, who was that? Owen Wilson and um... Oh yeah, Starsky. Ben Stiller. Ben, ben, ben Stiller, Stiller. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or, um,
0: <laughs> gosh, no. It's uh, there's also Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte.
1: Yeah,
2: that's 48 Hours. 48 I Hours. I You know well, what? That might be top hours. of my list. Now that you brought it up. Tyler, <laughs> give you props to that one. I'll drink to that. Wait, what's, what's MacGruber? Uh, I even like the sequel. Nobody likes the sequel to 48 Hours. Another 48 Hours? hours? I, it's <laughs> unbelievable. I love that movie. <laughs> the Iceman. It's a callback to the first movie. It's so smart. Oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> Um, uh, what I wanted to mention though that scene when he's when he goes to see his ex girlfriend now at that time and he's telling her breaking it to her whatever she is yeah breaking it to her that he's gonna be leaving. I just thought it was just funny dialogue when he's like, "Oh, you're seeing someone now." Is it is it is it Dave? Oh and no, he's it's like, not Dave. It's not Dave. I you think I'd Dave. go out with him? It's Kevin. And <laughs> 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 It looks exactly the exactly same. Way, yeah. <laughs> no, I do you like that. There's there's a lot of witty dialogue and witty banter that I just really appreciate in this it's, movie. Yeah,
2: people really like this group of folks. They like Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, and Edgar Wright. And because of that, that's why you get so many famous people in the movie. Martin Freeman, The Hobbit, shows up for a second. Yeah, (laughs) Steve Coogan, who was in, I think, uh, 2013 is when Philomena came out. That was my number one movie that year. I love him. He's so good. Yeah, yeah. He shows up for just a couple of moments. So people like working with this team, you know. And I think even though they call it a trilogy, eventually we're going to get another one of these at yep. some point. Um so I'll look forward and I'll be in line for that also.
1: Or uh, another scene that really sticks out to me is when he first enters into the hotel that he's going to be staying at and then the front desk receptionist is doing uh crossword puzzles. Oh puzzle. yeah. <laughs> and he calls, do you like that she calls him a fascist <laughs> and then he calls her a hag, but it's in line yeah. with, uh, with the crossword, with the crossword. With the crossword. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> and then later on in the movie, we call back to
0: it. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, guys, any final thoughts on this movie?
2: It was an enjoyable pick. Thank you, producer Ryan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very fun. Breezes by that two hours too. So, I mean, it's no pretty woman, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, do you guys want to give this a rating?
3: Yeah,
1: we rate
0: yeah. it.
3: What
1: would you guys rate it? So, for me, uh, hey, I really enjoyed it. It was my pick and I forgot how much I really liked it until I started watching it again and if you guys didn't know me I tend not to rewatch a lot of things like after I watch it I consume it and that's it only if I really like it do I give it a second go and when I was sitting down watching this I was like man this is a really enjoyable movies I wonder what other movies are out there that I would really like watching again so I'm gonna give it eight yarps. Eight yarps out eight of yarps? ten. Eight yarps. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> pretty right, high.
2: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, as usual, I'm the tough grader, right? So I think that of the Edgar Wright, Nick Frost, Simon Pegg movies, it's still it's my favorite. I'm going to give it a 6, which seems a little bit low, but it is somewhat rewatchable, and it is a lot of fun. Same score as I gave Shaun of the Dead. I think I gave The World's End a a 5.5. So it's in line. It's watchable. I like the vision. I like a lot of the stuff there, but it doesn't make like the pantheon of comedies to me. Again, I think the highest, I gave Run, Fat Boy, Run a 6.5. Watch Hot Fuzz. It's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure Run Fat Boy Run is also on Netflix. You tell me uh, on Twitter, at Real watch, which one you like more. Uh, they're both very, very good. But I think I like Simon Pegg, the writer, more than I like Edgar Wright, the director. Mm. So for mm-hmm. that, I, I settled in at right around a six.
0: All right. I'd give it a good solid. Uh, I'm kind of crossed between an eight and an eight and a half. Well, you know, high. Cornetto ice creams, I guess you could yeah. say. <laughs> sure. Just because it's enjoyable. You can watch it. You can definitely turn your brain off for a while and completely enjoy it. Um, just kind of for comparison with like the tomato scores if you guys care about that 91% of the tomato pretty high had, on the tomato spread, 89% yeah. on the audience score so, so you it, know Metacritic pretty similar so. 81 yeah.
2: to uh, IMDB had around 7879 so it gets pretty good reviews
0: and, and that's one thing that
1: we didn't mention for those that trilogy of movies there's a lot of like jokes that they kind of recycle in each movie it's like little yeah. head nods to one another mm-hmm. like the jumping over the fence or yeah. the oh yeah. amazing, yeah. and stuff like that <laughs> and I feel like we would be remiss if we didn't
0: mention that sure. in this podcast yeah. it all plays back so and yeah. the
2: tropes they play on all the Tropes that you would have in
0: buddy cop movies. Oh, yeah, like no, it's over, and over and over again. They poke fun, but it works. At least fun. for me, it works. It so. does
2: work, but I will say, like, how many times can you do the point break thing? You know, 12 <laughs> times in one movie is probably a lot. By the time he shot the gun yeah. up in the air instead of shooting his dad, I was like, all right, that's I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I got it. <laughs>
1: but he romanticizes <laughs> He it. does. He that's wants what he, what he like,
2: I am can't an have. FBI agent. Yeah. Point break is, uh, you know, it's really, it shouldn't be referenced as much as it is.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, guys. So we're going to move on to our last couple segments right here. And it's We've Got Mail. So no email today from a fan. I kind of came up with this one by myself. Okay. And remember, guys, All hey, right. if you're listening to this, write us an email or tweet us out questions you want us to answer, fan theories, whatever it is, we'll talk about it on there. So and we'll move into it Talk, TalkingFlick
2: at gmail.com,
0: yep, right? TalkingFlick at gmail.com. I'm surprised we didn't
2: flick. get uh, arguments on whether uh, Edward and Vivian were the greatest on-screen romance of all time. Nobody chimed in on that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Nick Nolte, or not Nick Nolte, it's uh, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. Is that what it is? Yeah, that was that's <laughs> good. The greatest bromance of all time. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I don't know, let's see. Maybe next week or the week after, I might have another one for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, guys, so this is kind of my question right here, just coming up off the top of my head, comic book related. So, of if course. You, exactly. <laughs> it's what I could pick up last minute. So if you could have a movie done from a comic book, from a source adaptation, but not be based off superheroes, what would you pick?
1: Mm. Or
0: let's just say if it's a book in general, or let's say anything non-superhero related, a somewhat fresh so original comic idea. comic book source material, but let's not say, the comics? Let's say comic book source material, book source material that gets turned into a movie, but not superhero related. Hmm. So a and it's somewhat hard. original idea. Okay, so, so. I, I got one off the top
1: of my head, actually. Um, I, so I, I haven't read the comic, but I always thought that it was such a good idea or a good uh, a fresh take on it. It's called Chew, and it's about a detective who can uh, see the last thing of a murder victim's life, and he figures out how to solve the crime. But in order for him to do that, he needs to eat a piece of the person, like that person that oh, was Oh, there was a movie. Yeah. They, yeah. they have yeah. touched yeah. on- It sounded
0: familiar, yeah.
2: Yeah, they have touched on some of that. Oh, really? Which, okay. But it did not, I don't think it's based off that source material, but there has been- some stuff done with, the, I think it's Japanese horror that that has that same through line. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, interesting. Interesting. But yeah, so it's this idea of him trying to get to the body and then cutting off a little piece of it and then ingesting
0: it in order for him to solve oh these gosh. different crimes. <laughs> so um, just kind of spinning off that with Doom Patrol a couple episodes ago. And I, I love this show. It's it's weird. It's crazy. I've said it multiple times on the show, on the podcast. But Is it with,
2: doing well? Do we know if it's doing well? ah uh, I hope so it it's is, too because to I want to see more of
0: it. But there is an episode called Beard Patrol, and there is a character in there. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he is an ultimate tracker, and what his power is, if he eats someone's beard, you know, male a so persons weird. beard, <laughs> he knows every single thing about that person, and he can track them anywhere on the planet. Hilarious. Yes. That sounds awesome. And it is really good, because, you know, <laughs> Cyborg's in it, and in the specific scene, he's looking at Cyborg and he just sees, you know, part of his kind of, you know, goatee and he's just licking his lips and Cyborg <laughs> just looks at him. He's like, you better back your ass up. Like, because <laughs> And eventually he gets a piece of his beard and he knows every single thing about him and he's able to beat up Cyborg because he knows every single move that he's going to make. Wow. And so just kind of spinning off that right there. Um, but when it comes to just a non-superhero comic book, I would like to see it get made into a movie. There's one that's called Nailbiter. Yeah, um, Nailbiter yeah, is a popular yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. Nailbiter, I got into it maybe like a couple months ago then the semester picked up, so I haven't really been able to you know, read the second issue, the second volume, but just a little bit off of it. I can't remember if I've talked about it on the show before. No, but, not on the show. I don't okay. think so. Yeah, I so don't think so. the whole premise is majority of these serial, serial killers, a lot of serial killers are coming from this specific town. I think it's called like Buckaroo. Um, I can't remember exactly where it's at. It's like Idaho or, you know, Kansas. But all majority of these serial killers, they're all coming from this specific town. And it's the mystery of why are so many serial killers coming from this town? And eventually like a journalist goes in there trying to investigate it, and then eventually so does a cop of some sorts goes in there and they're just trying to unravel the mystery of why all these serial killers come from this specific town. Interesting. And oh, I just, do like the premise yeah. is interesting, at least. Yeah, yeah. and About it revolves that. around kind of one main serial killer who got off off a of technicality, who went back to go live back in his hometown... And part of his mo is he would and that's chew the, same the nails. Town, right? Yeah, it's the same okay. town. He would chew the nails off of his victims, and mm. so and that's why it's called Nailbiter. And he ends up te- <laughs> he ends up doing a buddy cop with the. <laughs> with I kind of, so. I
2: kind of, I definitely would watch it. I'm, I'm up for anything that's new and original, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, Some of these we've seen, like the Preacher's on TV, it's done okay. I don't mind it. Walking Dead is on TV, it's done okay. I I don't know exactly off the top of my head what would be best. There's a comics called. Um, Archie in the afterlife or afterlife with Archie. Okay. Which is like we're kind of tired of zombies but maybe they're making a little comeback because Zombieland 2 is coming. That's where Jughead's dog dies and Jughead goes and gets Sabrina, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. To oh, okay. Yeah, I, the I dog, know that one. But then, yeah. Unwittingly, <laughs> the dog starts biting people, and we get a zombie apocalypse on <laughs> yeah, yeah. the world. I kind of <laughs> like the idea of, like, let's say Edgar Wright takes the helm of that crazy idea okay. and puts it out there. It could be really good, and I think people would find it refreshing and interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, so.
1: with you mentioning that, how do you feel about Riverdale?
2: I don't like it. I don't like it. You know yeah, what? It's you're shot. not alone. I will say this: it's shot very well. Like it has like a Beverly Hills 90210 kind of clean look to well, it. Luke but the Perry drama was in it, right? is, he was in it. He, yeah, was, he was, yeah, was. It. Yeah. Rest in peace, Luke Perry. Um, he's also going to be in the Quentin Tarantino movie
3: mm. oh that's, that's coming right out. that's going to uh, be his final performance Once Upon
2: a Time in Hollywood Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm-hmm. yes sir uh, but I don't really like that show it, it, did, it hasn't caught on to me yeah yet, how
1: so. come Jughead hasn't eaten a, a damn hamburger yet yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow.
2: it's, it's, it's not close enough to the material right gotcha. uh. by the way they're too attractive that's another problem <laughs> I have with it they well, shouldn't well, be that
0: attractive like big movie attractive or like just regular just like broadcast WB network? like <laughs> uh, you know that's pretty uh, attractive too, That's too
2: too well groomed you know the, the clothes are too tight you know I everyone has
0: a and six like, pack zero yeah, yeah. yeah. attractive but zero is
2: not super attractive right like not everybody's yeah. crazy i mean they're all old too old to be in high school but <laughs> way like, too yeah, old yeah i get it, I get it. <laughs> luke perry was already 40 and he was a senior
0: <laughs> i just imagine yes, that. i just imagine that's the audition take off your shirt six pack all right good you're hired <laughs> in, so.
2: has anybody watched sabrina the teenage witch with the girl from Mad Men, uh, uh, so- don draper's daughter I've tried the, the new one. That's the new on one, yeah. Because my wife Netflix? watches it, and mm-hmm. I have not actually sat with her and watched any of it, but she likes it. Uh huh. So it looked shit.
1: interesting, but comparing it to the old Sabrina the it's Teenage Witch, yeah, yeah, it's dark, super yeah. dark. Yeah, she cuts herself and then blood starts yeah. like forming into a pentagram. That did not happen in the original nope, TBS. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> she's, <different> gone,
2: <laughs> she's gone different ways in some of these different graphic novels and comics that have come yeah, out. So, yeah. this is one where you can kind of marry the two things together. You can get your little darker Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and you can throw a little Archie mm-hmm. that people know about and have fun with it. Right. And I think that somebody like Edgar Wright and maybe even Simon Pegg writing could do a good job with that. So In one the
1: hands. Yeah. One thing I would like to draw out there also, I don't know. You guys are the movie experts and I'm just a,
0: uh, we keep follower. you for your good looks. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Tyler
2: read your resume, or if he did, you
0: definitely lied on it. Yeah, oh yeah, he's um, got an amazing six pack. We yeah, got that's what it yeah. It's a Six pack.
1: That's oh, why yeah. we keep around. You can fi- you can check it the out on Instagram RyanUnderscore dot com. God,
3: millennials.
2: There was, a, millennials.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a video game called Alice, and it was a takeoff of Alice in Wonderland, where she's actually in a mental institution, and all of the the craziness. Is just distorted where there's a lot of murder and then she has to That's go a back video to Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. it's pretty good. It's crazy when it came out. I really liked it, but I was an angsty teenager and I was like, oh, look at this classic that they turned into this horror movie. Um, but yeah, it's a video game, and I would like to see that as a movie. I, I don't that. know if that okay. actually has come out, but it yeah, it's just
2: they've uh, done a lot of stuff with Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: some I, of it, when it gets dark, I like. I sort of like it. Yeah, you know. yeah. And I think it's just a different take but you know the mad hatter is like like obviously a drug addict and stuff like right. that but it's phantasmical is that even a word <laughs> it, is it is now, is now. Oh, yeah <laughs> okay. but yeah yeah she goes into this different world she has to fight against the the queen of hearts and they're sending all these um card people after her that she has to kill and stuff like that it's very interesting huh. in the video game and if you guys want to check it out it's called alice they actually came out with a sequel like a good number of years back what uh, what, what platform are you played on well it was on PC originally but then they also released it on PS3 I oh believe. is that right yeah so yeah if I wanted to all yeah right. yeah
2: interesting I do like like if we're gonna live in an IP redux world where we just see the same things over and over again at least give us different takes right? yeah yeah part of I the agree. thing is between like the amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield the to- the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and this Spider-Man they're kind of all close close yeah, enough yeah. how so,
0: dare you <laughs> I'm just saying they're pretty freaking
2: close to me Tobey you know?
0: Maguire <laughs> I agree. I'm Tobey Maguire so he's my Spider-Man
2: but I'm just saying like do something different with it if you're going to make us rehash. Yeah. Fantastic Four like the last one was kind of dark. It was terrible but kind of dark. The other one was maybe MCU adjacent kind of funny kind of straightforward. Let's do something different with it when we get him mm-hmm. again. You know, mm. Same thing with the X-Men. Don't give us the Brian Singer X-Men. Yeah. Do
0: something different with it. Give us something original. Right. We do like original things. If you're going to so. give us
2: IP make it original yeah. as you can.
0: <laughs> do the best you can with that. Alright guys so we'll move into our next segment I'll uh, recommend recommendations so i know you recommended something already but is there anything else you guys want to recommend you're reading watching if you're
2: not watching saturday night live you're missing a good season i'll <laughs> point that out adam sandler came back to host after like really? Years, really i didn't and even he know had that a great finish he closed the episode with a song about chris farley it's very touching oh, very good uh, he man. had a great a lot of people other people showed up on that show too a lot of guests and stuff so it's actually turned out to be a really good
1: season this year so okay. check it out all right sounds good know. um before i get into my super geeky stuff uh if you guys didn't know on netflix they have you versus wild i saw an episode of that because me and my wife yep. were curious about it and it's an interactive bear grills into the the bush yeah, <laughs> it's pretty interesting that. yeah <laughs> it reminded me a lot of those choose your own adventure books mm-hmm. now this it's is interactive and then yeah, you can tell him where to go yeah it's interactive where he gives you two choices and then you pick a or B oh, and God. then can you kill uh, him? No, that's the thing. That's the thing. I was hoping that. I was hoping there was an <laughs> instance where you lose or he dies or something like that. No, there's not there's not an instant. Whatever you choose, it's going to be the correct option. But I thought it was pretty interesting if they did take it that route of, oh, we failed, or like the first episode is about trying to find a doctor like in in a certain time limit if they so if you a... make
2: the wrong choice, he doesn't get the doctor.
1: Yeah if there was a consequence like that, but I don't think that there was. So I don't know Maybe a bit of a missed opportunity But that was just the first episode and uh, this just came out on Netflix? I,
0: I don't know how long it's been on there But I just saw I'll it I'll check it yeah. out That yeah. sounds
2: interesting to me It's uh, like the
0: Bandersnatch the, What they did with Black Mirror Yeah kind of liked Was that, that. Yeah. like That was earlier this mm. year I think too um, but um, Yeah I can't remember when it, it came it out It happened yeah. when it happened But similar <laughs> idea You know choose your own adventure type of thing But I, I me and my wife We literally watched
1: the episode twice Because we wanted to see If oh, there was a Different choices yeah yeah, yeah yeah Different they are distinctively different choices. So. I do okay. like that. Yeah. I
2: always like that premise. I was a big choose-your-own-adventure guy when I was a kid yeah. with those
1: books. I would read the Goosebumps and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> no, they were
2: great. I have one about the Kennedy assassination. It's choose-your-own-adventure about that. My buddy got it for me. So you It's your
1: fault. It's he's dead. <laughs> and
2: then in the dead. Uh, well, it's probably better than any Batman movie that's come out recently. The Telltale series on PlayStation, there was like three of them. I oh, think. yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's a lot of fun, and it's not a lot of action, but you just kind of choose-your-own-adventure through these stories, and the decision... You make are whether, like, Commissioner Gordon likes you anymore, or whether you, Barbara Gordon dies, or so huh. on and so forth. Like, I,
1: it's very, very cool. Yeah, and, and I know that The Walking Dead one was really good. I A heard lot it was good. I didn't play really that one. But that yeah. One. Huh. yeah. Um, and, but for me to geek out, I know Nick and Tyler are not into animes, but there was an anime that just came out a, a few weeks ago called Goblin Slayer, and it is really good.
2: Goblin Slayer. I'm oh. just going to say it out loud. Oh, no. It's
1: not. <laughs> okay. Well, there is another one called Goblin Slayer. This one's actually called Demon Slayer. Demon oh, Dem- Slayer. Oh, I'm sorry. Demon Slayer. Okay. Let's okay. make a correction. Okay. No. Demon, Demon, Demon Slayer. Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Uh, Demon Slayer. There's another Goblin Slayer. That one's good, too. But Demon Slayer. Uh, this one is is awesome. It's uh, uh, kid and his family they're living out in the country and his family gets uh attacked by demons and everyone dies while he's away and the only one that is alive is his sister but his sister is infected and she is part demon now and he is basically looking for a cure and in order for him to do that he has to take on the role as a demon slayer and there's this whole process that only demon slayers carry a special sword and all that and there's a vetting uh Like, yeah, fretting process so Uh that they are able to withstand the allure and the attacks of these demons. Really good. Thought it was pretty hype. Check it out if you're into anime or just, like, these over-the-top gruesome fighting
0: scenes. Pretty good. All right. Sounds interesting one of these days I promise I'm going to watch an anime thing that's not Avatar the last no. Airbender, so I still want to watch Alita
1: Battle Angel
0: yeah, that's yeah, an definitely we'll so, that, yeah. So. I'll
1: ease you guys
0: into yeah. it yeah it's a
2: process Listen, but I'm down for Voltron anytime so. before the audience out there
1: slowly I'm gonna get them addicted to it this is a secret between you and me wink
0: That sweet 90s cocaine or 2019 cocaine so we'll, oh. we'll
2: take the check so
0: uh I saw two movies kind of. Over this week, um, kind of out of the blue. One was, uh, let's see if you remember this one. One was The Cell. Oh, yeah. Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Lopez. I'm going to say 2003. I think it was actually just 2000. Let me oh, I want to say out. it was no, like I mean, the year 2000. Yeah, or that so. part where
2: the horse gets cut up? Yeah, really, that really part creepy. right there. Yeah.
0: So yeah. I remember seeing bits and pieces Vincent of it. Vincent D'Onofrio on... also. Yeah, right? Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, yeah, yeah your so... inside his head or something. Yeah, Tyler, you are correct. It it year is 2000. 2000? Okay, well so well I guess that was Roger Ebers like his 10th favorite film out of that year or something like that too. But Did not make my list. Yeah. So so just kind of through it. I remember seeing bits and pieces of it and knowing the premise of it just you know from TV. I'm a big
2: fan of those serial killer movies. Suspect Zero Silence. Of the lambs, like uh, uh, seven, yeah, all of those. Yeah, this yeah. one I thought was a little bit below the rest of them.
0: I felt like as watching it, creative, it had, yeah, creative, yeah, it definitely, crea- right. definitely right. creative, trippy for sure, for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. <trippy. laughs> but you know. I feel like, I don't know, the casting of Jennifer, because Jennifer Lopez seems she, a little mismatched a good actress, with it. She's but... not
2: in that part. Yeah. But she's actually a pretty good actress. I loved her in Out of Sight. That's an amazing performance. Okay. But in this movie, it doesn't make a ton of sense. I didn't like her on that TV show with Ray Liotta as a cop. It uh-huh. just doesn't fit that particular yeah. person.
0: It didn't feel right for her. You know, it's an interesting concept for sure. It's something I think that can be redone and yeah. probably will be redone eventually as far as Hollywood running of ideas. Um, so that one, hey, if you're bored, you're looking for something interesting and trippy, that's a good one to put on. <laughs> um, other one, which I really enjoyed, was Layer Cake. So, mm. oh, Layer yeah. Cake,
2: that's a great movie. So
0: Layer Cake was really good.
2: That might be peak uh, Daniel Craig. Yeah, I mean, that's actually what got Daniel. Maybe Craig... peak Sienna Miller because she's got like a five minute part, but it's amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's what got Daniel Craig the role of uh, James Bond. Oh, is that? <laughs> so right? yeah, that's actually what kind of you know that's right a there. Matthew
2: Vaughn movie. Yeah, that that's a Matthew X-Men. Vaughn. Yeah, got, yeah right. exactly. So and it's probably his best movie. I don't want to fight with. There, <laughs> Ooh, <I don't> know. <laughs> he did but, what else does he do kingsman and x-men uh kingsman
0: planet of the Apes. oh did he do one of those i can't remember yeah. if he did All i right. think he did the Planet of the apes too but, but anyways yeah x-men first class but uh layer cake i guess you could say middleman drug dealer daniel craig and yep. just kind of how mis- did we not...
2: Tom, Tom Hardy, a young... Yeah, very
1: young Tom Hardy. Yeah, very young, but... How did we not watch this movie yet? It came out in 2004. Sally Hawkins is in it and from... And it's only an hour water. and 45 minutes. We'll get well, to I, it. We'll I, get to I, it. I, bring it up. It fits
2: right in with, like, the Pulp Fiction kind of go... Uh, lock, Lockstock Two Smoking Barrel. Yeah, that's the one I would say. Kind of it it's to. got yeah, like Snatch. a kind of a, that kind of vibe. It's that
0: British of it. kind of yeah, it's very uh, British. drug dealing yep. gangster mm. film. It's really good, easy watch. Snappy dialogue. I, <laughs> I was supposed to be doing I was supposed to be studying for finals because finals is next week, and I was like, let me just throw a movie on for the background noise that was a bad movie to put on for background noise because I got sucked <laughs> into it and I ended up watching all of it. So yeah, Yeah, uh, good but, job. yeah but very good. It's so. uh,
2: it's interesting to note that particular movie always struck me because the guy who wrote the book, it's actually based on a book, mm-hmm. uh, is the same guy who wrote the screenplay. And I always get intrigued when it's the source material guy actually writing the screenplay. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why it turned out so clean and so good because he knew the material better than anybody. That's true. So. <laughs>
0: very good watch. But Anyways, that's it for the show, guys. We'll go ahead and move on to plugs. Uh, Ryan, where can we find you at?
1: Hey, if you like listening to my voice, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcast. Essentially, it's me and a couple of other friends. We play D&D 5th Edition And we just have a ball. I create a skeleton. They run around in the world. And it's epic. It's fun. And very enjoyable. Come check us out. Uh, Again, Dragon Questicles. If you just want to follow me, you can find me on... Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore.com. You can also go to my website, garbageboy.com. And that's garbage. Garbageboy.com with an com, I. With an <laughs> <eye>. <laughs> yes. That will lead you to Strong the- Strong dra- investment. <laughs> <laughs> that will lead you to the Dragon Questicles website. I'm working on my brand, trying to figure it out, but we'll get it done together. <laughs> you can always find me
2: at realwatchability.com. That is the movie blog that I write. Reviews are always current. You can find my top 10 list of 2019 on there as well as some other stuff. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, but be nice at RealWatch. Uh, and as always, I'm a huge fan of Dragon Questicles and I appreciate the invite from
0: Talking Flick. You're on day to day. So, oh, yeah. Let's
2: <laughs> <laughs> so wait till my next pick. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see what happens.
0: So, uh, as always, guys, we're Talking Flick. If you want to chat with us, email us, questions, fan theories, anything you really want, reach us out at talkingflick at gmail.com. TalkingFlick
2: awesome. at gmail.com. There you
0: go. Also, you can reach us out on Twitter with Flick underscore Talking as well as Instagram. Um, if you really like the show, you want to help support it, there's actually a Patreon link on whatever app you're listening to us on if you want to help keep the lights on. And if also, you're going to rate us. Yep, exactly. Also, if you're going to rate us, definitely do Apple Podcasts. That's the big one. But hey, anything helps right there on any app that you're listening to. So why don't you finish this off, Ryan? That was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week.
1: Yeah.